We want to make sure you don't miss out on anything. And so when you download the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, you get something called After the Show. Something you don't, the only way that you get it exclusively is to subscribe. Mm-hmm. And so we dig, dig a little bit deeper into things like Sam's personal life. Yeah. Like we need to dig deeper yeah, into that, right? Yeah, I was about right? to say, is it deeper? <laughs> hey, I don't want to dig deeper into that. I know you don't. And I'm Sam. I know you don't. So subscribe today. You can do so at MurphySamAndJody.com. Um. Some good news for the kids as we get a, we get closer to Halloween. This comes from one of the national. I think this is also good news for the parents. Oh, actually, yeah, it is. Uh, it's from one of the national candy associations. Yeah, uh, they find they said that this year, good news, kids. Basically, three out of every four houses are going to be giving out candy. How do they know that? They just they, they do by surveys. What's being sold, I guess. Yeah, are we and eating candy already? The amount of candy being bought, and uh-huh. I'm sure they did a poll and, and did that. And and I do this too that most people, most parents, hand out over two pieces of candy. Yeah, I don't know of any house that the kids go to where they get one piece of candy. Me, either. yeah, you would it's feel like kind of guilty about doing that. Wouldn't it's like you? a little handful. Yeah, yeah, and that would be like the trick rather than the treat. Yeah. Candy corn, only about 12% of kids want that. So just keep that in mind while you're True buying that. this year. True that. And you're right, Jody, about half of parents say the kids are told ahead of time, you're sharing. Yeah. Now, there are I parents. I bought the costume. I helped you with your makeup. Right. I'm walking miles for you. Oh, wait, you. sharing I with parents candy. or sharing with sharing siblings? Sharing with parents. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. about half the parents say we let them know that you're sharing you're it with have, us. Yeah. <laughs> you did the work. We get the spoils. Mm-hmm. Well, you've done the work, too. Oh, I know. You've Very few too. parents actually just, you know, take and don't say. When yeah. we go trick-or-treating now with our kids it's it could be endless we go until it's time to stop oh yeah we could hit the block twice I right know that. when we were kids there were there was a it was a small block mm-hmm. we lived in the country and it wasn't a an area that was like sur- a circle of houses but once that was done we were done right like most of the time we were done and i remember you know some people would give you gobs because they knew hey it's your last house and you're only 20 minutes in did you ever <laughs> ask to go elsewhere because we'd do the block like we had every year but then it was like you know i hear there's good candy over i never three thought b- to ask that we had to otherwise it was just a half pumpkin there were only six houses on the block where i grew up yeah. so when we hit those six if we didn't do something else we were done yeah good times are you guys ready for the first Hollywood Outsider of the morning? Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig gives us a hint on whether or not he will be our next Bond or not. Coming up after 7 this morning, dog park etiquette. The things that humans do wrong. <laughs> Murphy, we've even done some of these wrong recently. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All this talk about who's going to be the next James Bond and the world forgot that the job still belongs to one Mr. Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, I like him a lot as as James Bond. I will Me say, too. I think he's my favorite, and I know that the purists still say Sean that Connery. Sean Connery is the all time great James Bond. But you know, and I, I can't know, really man. argue. Daniel Craig's with, pulled it off. I can't really argue with that intelligently because I never watched many of the Sean Connery ones. I, I wasn't into it then. Think it's. It's kind of based on the era, too. That era right. was that, you know, debonair, suave, Correct. tuxedo drink, you know, and that was Sean Connery. That's the way he looked and I acted. Hear you. Now, Daniel Craig does that well, too, I but know, he's but a little he does more it, gritty. Yeah, he does yeah. it nowadays. You could also, you know, go to McDonald's with him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so <laughs> remember last year when he was so burned out and so negative about yeah, it? Yeah, he said before, it, which was the last one, not Skyfall. What was the name of the last Spectre. one? Spectre. Spectre, Thank right. You. Before Spectre came out, he was just like saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I mean, it was really... I'd rather do finally, anything but this. Yeah, the production company had to say, come on, man, chill a little. Yeah. A little gag order on him. Okay, so he was speaking the other day at the New York Festival. He was there, and they asked him about it, and he said, I've got the best job in the world doing Bond. 
things I get to do on a Bond movie, the type of work it is. There's no other job like it. And if I were to stop, let's just say I'd miss it terribly. There's your quote. I'd miss it terribly. Mm. So he really wow. is in for one more. You know, um, this, the fact that they supposedly offered him $150 million. <laughs> Couldn't get it out because it's so much. $150 million to do two more films. Apparently that's, that's, that's just a rumor. Apparently yeah. that's just a rumor. Insiders say, you know, he's still down for it right now and he says when he was speaking so negatively about it he was run down and he was speaking out of frustration and exhaustion i'm sure i can see that like an emotional statement so Mm -hmm. i'm so happy because i really want him to go out with a bang specter wasn't my favorite of his collection yeah and so one day when i get the daniel craig collection and i binge on daniel craig bond i want one more at least that just wows me like a so he can go riding out on a white horse (sighs) and then we could find another bond the name's bond james bond there you go jody there's your bond up to date with jody's hollywood outsider coming up next gonna let you know why the nfl says fewer people actually paying attention to their games this year this season and it has nothing to do with that national anthem stuff this weekend, NFL football. Oh, is that your dream? With Murphy, Sam, and Judy. Is no. it your dream to like announce for football? No. Oh, okay. I just like doing that. Sometimes, okay. I'm, you know, I hate to say it, but sometimes I'll do it in the bathroom at home because you have that reverberation. Yeah. It's okay. nice that you really? that. I don't think the kids know this, so don't Did tell you, anybody yet. Have you ever called games, though, like high school games or anything like that? Sam, have you ever called any the kids' games? would be great. I did uh, minor league hockey. And but I didn't call really? him like on the radio. I was the, oh the, the PA, PA guy. announcer. That's cool though. That's yeah. all Learning I mean. all those Canadian names and all the. It's That's like, all I mean. Yeah, I, I think you'd that. be great at that. Plus, you could throw in the the la- the the funny uh, every once in a while yeah. and lighten up some of the tense moments. This well, fast break brought to you by Coca Cola. When we're wait, See? like we're in, we're in the He's middle. He's the hockey of a, player with a missing tooth. <laughs> like when there's a what is it called when there's a penalty and we're waiting for the or when oh, there's you're killing the color guy. Yeah, yeah. When you're waiting for what's this going to be? Is this going to be a touchdown or not? You yeah, be great at that. You have the play-by-play, and you have the color. Exactly, color guys filling all that stuff. Exactly, in there. you could do both. Anyway. All right, now anyway, NFL. Why are the ratings down this year? And it has nothing to do because we all know about the, the big story this year in the NFL. One of the big stories is the players who are not standing or doing you know not whatever pre- for the national, national anthem. anthem. Yes, that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. The National Football League says, believe it or not, we can thank Hillary and Donald Trump for this. Right. They have big. Oh, really? Yeah, they said Ugh. the unusual interest, the high interest in the uh, the election, election this year has people focusing on that and it's like, oh yeah, there's games today. I forgot to watch the games. They said they saw this happen in, wow. 2000, in the 2000 with uh, Al Gore and Bush. Yeah. Especially, and it continued after the season because you know there were the lawsuits and the chads and the vote counts and all that. They saw it affect the uh, TV results that season too. Kind of the, to last, the last thing that I would want to deal with on a Sunday is politics. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I'm saying? It seems to me when you're so wrapped up in it yeah. is when you need the escape of live football more than ever. That's what I would think. It doesn't matter who's playing. Just put a game on in front of me. Yeah, there's no entertainment like a live sporting event. Yeah. You just cannot predict anything, especially in the last moments. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. teams. so hopefully we'll be back to watching football in about three weeks. Wow. Coming up, Sam has music news. Bruno Mars, Jody. Las Vegas, Jody. Favorite. Ooh, yes. It's happening. I'll tell you how. Sam's got music news. It is now official. Bruno Mars is coming to Vegas. Mm, Get my tickets now. I cannot get enough of this song. 24 Karat Magic. Yeah. What? 
the video. And you know, the video too? is from Las Vegas. Oh, man. He's like in a jet ski, Murphy, in the Bellagio fountains. Yeah. For real. <laughs> it's not for children, though. This video is not for children. No. I know. It never is. But you know what? I love the fact he always keeps a retro sound to him. Mm-hmm. He, struck he is a, retro. He's yeah. a retro soul. Struck a deal with MGM. So here's what he's going to do. On the December 27th, he's opening up an MGM casino resort uh, just outside of Washington, D.C., called National Harbor. Then, on the 30th and 31st, he's going to Vegas to open up a new one there called Park Theater at Monte Carlo. Okay. And then he's going to sit out for a few weeks, and then coming in March, he's going to be back with like a semi-residency in Vegas. That is going to be a sold-out show. Rumor is it's seven fifty, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a show is what he's making. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and he'll... He'll he'll bring it every single oh, night. Oh, yeah. That'll so be exciting. a fun show to watch. Rod Stewart is now a knight. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say. Sir Rod Stewart? Actually, Sir Roderick. Sir oh, Roderick really? Stewart. Mm-hmm. He was honored for his uh, contributions over the years to music and charity. Yes. And it wasn't the queen who did the honors with the sword. Prince William did it. I know. Uh, I saw the picture. Yeah, I think the queen's a little dangerous with the sword now. That's why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Ouch. Uh, he's got uh, a lot of hair. Uh, he did anyway. He says that he and William talked about music. William said, "You know, I think it's great. You're still going after all these years." He said he told William, "I have to. I have eight kids." Hey, <laughs> yeah, seriously, so folks. one of the most unusual voices in rock music ever, Rod Stewart. I'm glad he got that though. Me too. And don't forget, Justin Timberlake's on Netflix today. I thought it was Thursday. No, today, today, the 12th. Um, okay. Justin, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids 2020 Experience. It's all over Netflix today. So, okay. All right, know, Murphy. You're I'll... a little late for work this morning. That's quite all right. <laughs> Maybe you can have a sandwich tonight, Murphy. All right. Just watch JT. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up, our friend from Australia, John. We're going to visit with him. 877 310 late time calling us right now. Anytime you want to be a part of the show, he's got big love life news. And we're visiting with our friend John from Australia this morning. He's apparently got some big news. Hello, John. Oh, good morning, gorgeous one. How are you? <laughs> hey. hey, we're here too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Was that me, Sam, or Jody? I yeah. suppose that's Jody I you're talking about, John. Yeah, good morning, Murphy. Good morning, Sam. How are you? <laughs> we're great, uh, yeah. thank you. How are you? I'm really good, actually. Good deal. I hear really a, good. a rumor that you have some exciting personal news. Um, we were out shopping one day, mm-hmm. and as I told you once before, we were out looking for uh, a motorbike for um, for Karen. Mm-hmm. Who's your girlfriend? Your lady love. Oh, well, this, that was where you told her you loved her at the Harley shop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> when we went back to the car, we were out in the shopping center, and you know, hundreds of people all around us, and everything else, cars and so forth. And she goes, oh, "I got something to tell you." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." She goes. I decided I wanted to tell you because I don't want you to go any further not thinking that um, I don't love you where I do. Uh. I didn't make a big thing of it. So as we were walking away, we were talking about certain things and all the rest of that, and I said to her, look, I'm going to ask you something. (laughs) She went, yeah, okay. And I said, it's not about a bike. She went, oh, okay. What is it? And I said, look, I asked you to marry me, would you? And she just looked at me and wow. she went, yeah, I would. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's spontaneous. So we've gone to that step. Okay, and so... Now I know she will marry me. You haven't officially asked her. You just asked her if she would say yes if you did ask her. Yes. 
Okay. I love this. This is so flirtatious. It's not like concrete. It's all so almost there, which for some people is the most exciting part. Uh, thank you. Well, it's great to hear your voice, yeah. and it's great to hear your happiness. Yeah, well, the best part about my entire week, besides having Karen in my life and going for a ride on the weekend, is that I don't have to listen to bloody news. <laughs> I turned it on and listened to Sam Schlaff and Murphy having a go at um, Jody. That's about the best part of my day. Oh, well, thank you, John. We appreciate that so much. Bringing a little happiness to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. All right, coming up next in the Hollywood Outsider, NBC, are they going to give the boot to Billy Bush? Also going to get you ready for the Walking Dead marathon, Sam. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, well, NBC reportedly ready to fire Billy Bush over this Trump tape and all the comments. And Billy Bush, okay, I never really knew much about him. You know, he was an entertainment person for Mm -hmm. a long, long time. And then he recently just took this Today Show job. And now he can pretty much kiss it goodbye. Well, he's on probation or suspension now. And everybody was saying, well, he'll he'll be the one that's, I guess, sacrificed or get let go. Right. Okay. Well, an an insider at the network supposedly says that he's technically fired. It's just a matter of time. NBC isn't ready to Mm. announce it yet. They're negotiating his exit. Now, we're told that Billy Bush will not go without a fight because he's blaming NBC for leaking the tape to the Washington Post oh, in the first okay. place. Okay. So it seems yeah. like, and the word is, well, <laughs> he's looking into hiring his own Olivia Pope-style fixer. And if you don't know who that is, that's Olivia Pope. That's your the, crisis PR team. It's the character on ABC's Scandal who is a, about handling your PR in public right. crisis. So, I guess there really are people like Olivia Pope. Oh, yeah. I mean, he may, in Hollywood. he may hire a person who might go out and dig up dirt, and then he may wind up keeping his job or walking away with a lot of money. Or dig he might wind dirt, up. Dig up dirt on the network and keep your who, job who and work knows? there. Who you would want that? I don't know. He who may, would want he, that? Of course, he might wind up with Brian Williams over on. One of the other NBCs. <laughs> you never could believe a word out of anybody. Okay, uh, I do want to say this. There is one person in the entertainment industry, sort of in his industry, who is coming to his defense, and that's Brooke Burke Cav- uh, Charvet. Yeah. You remember her? She hosted Dancing with the Stars. She does all kinds of things. She's actually pretty wonderful. She's speaking out in his defense. She said, I have great sympathy for Billy Bush because I've had to wear a microphone for 12 hours a day. And sometimes you're just going to the bathroom and you're still mic'd. And then these people come up to you, these famous people, and they start having conversations. And you're just trying to be polite to them. You're not interested in arguing with them or getting into it with them. And you're mic'd all day. What can you do? And she said she doesn't think that America understands that inappropriate conversations happen all the time. I guess so. little something for you to look forward to sam coming up this sunday uh amc is kicking off a walking dead marathon yeah less than two weeks away from the seven uh, season seven premiere and it's 23rd all walking dead it starts on sunday morning the entire first season they'll take a little break for a special retrospective of the show that night and then all seasons runs all the way through october 23rd all right Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55 this morning, Daniel Craig lets the world know, is he in for Bond or not? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, we're going to take you to the dog park. Dog park etiquette and why humans are the ones that make all the mistakes. Hey, in case you missed it last hour, a guaranteed way to know how much candy your neighbors are passing out, according to Sam, anyway. Without <laughs> saying out of their groceries. Subscribe like. to the podcast at murphysamandjody.com.
Are you guys ready for dog park etiquette? Sure. Mistakes that humans make. Of course, it's the humans. Of course, it's us. When you go to a dog park, there's so much. The number one will get to you last. The number one mistake that we make at dog parks. Is it picking up after your dog? I didn't say that. Okay. I said wait. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Jumpy Pants. Okay, so um, Murphy and I took our foster dogs... And one of our dogs, so three big dogs to the dog park the other day. Mm-hmm. Never had this problem in the past. It's the first time I've seen it. Is that your dog parks are divided into larger dogs and smaller dogs for right. a reason? You know, typically the deal is most dogs, most okay, if they're socialized, will get along fine. But sometimes, you know, the out. smaller dogs can get you know injured or whatever in the mix, not because mm-hmm. of biting, but they're just tiny. Right. So there's a reason that they're separated. The smaller in their own dogs and, and larger dogs can have issues. Who knows why? Right. Sometimes those little dogs get so intimidated by the size right. of the other, they'll jump and nip and start something right. or whatever. So it's a smart thing to separate. Mm-hmm. We had large dogs and one of them is a foster dog. You know, her name is Duchess and she's was so excited to be there and playing and running and then she saw some small dogs. There were at least three small dogs in the large dog area, and she wanted to play with them. Right. It made the owners of the small dogs very scared, and they lifted them up. That's one one thing wrong. If you have a small dog and you lift it up mm-hmm. quickly in front of a large dog, they're thinking, oh, you're taking it away from me. That means I sp- I'm supposed to try to get it. It's like their right. tree climbing or whatever instinct kicks right. in. So you're making it the prey when you do that. Isn't that crazy? So crazy. Why were they there? Did you talk to them? What I did was I put our I put our girl on a leash and I just held her and I ran around with her and walked her so she could get some right. exercise. But I eventually went to the lady and I said, I'm going to take her off leash, okay, because we're in this large park area. You know, wink, wink. Next to large, the large, small dog, large dog area. And then she said, oh, great, that's fine. So I did, and I just watched carefully. Another mistake, and we have a whole list for you at murphysamandjody.com of you know mistakes that we make. And we've done this. I, I didn't realize this. It sounds counterproductive or odd but you're supposed to exercise them a little bit first before you let them in so they don't go buck wild okay. <laughs> when they yeah, first right. get in that, there which is what our dog was doing <laughs> yeah. she was like freedom yeah. to run I didn't think about exercising them before I didn't think that's what's supposed to happen once they get inside the gate Makes sense. so though. what's number one uh, picking up after them picking uh, up the yep. poo as Sam thought mm-hmm. that's right go check this out by the way uh, mistakes that humans make in dog parks <laughs> murphysamandjody.com coming up Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. Guys, I'm going to introduce you to a 26-year-old woman who's become the first woman in history to do this very cool thing. You guys will both be jelly. Good news. Jody's good thing. Guys, I want to introduce you to somebody that I think it's a great story and it is a good thing. She's 26 years old. She's a British woman named Kate McWilliams. She recently became, it's a significant thing, the one of the youngest commercial airline captains in the world and the youngest female captain ever. She flies for an airline called EasyJet. Hmm. And you know, I'm sorry, but when we fly now, I always get a look at the pilots. And lately it's been like, oh, I've always done that. You I'm like looking like, through the window at the pilots who are playing on their phones. I just like looking through the window and like seeing who who's, whose hands I am. Although I'm in God's hands, and I know that. You know, it's, I'm just. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I and look. It's, I, it's really cool. Thank goodness they're doing most of it electronically now. Because do you remember when that used to be the endless reams of paper mm-hmm. uh, that they would go through to prep for the flight? Oh no! It's funny looking. Yeah. But at 26, I've, I swear I've seen pilots to me who looked younger than that. Maybe right. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's when you first see one that looks younger than you're thinking or expecting, it takes you a minute to kind of accept that. And she says she sees that and sees that a lot. Um, 
when people see her come out of the cockpit? On an almost daily basis, I get asked how old I am. Uh, usually, um, the reaction's quite positive when I tell them. They're impressed, surprised. There have been some looks of horror, but no, I've gotten <laughs> to the destination safely, so uh, they go away smiling. She, she's a lovely girl. I say girl. She's a young woman, 26 years old. She started flying, yeah. started learning to fly when she was 13 and got accepted into wow. a training program and <laughs> loved it. And she's just really good. And this is what she wants to do and loves to do it. 26 doesn't sound too young to me. It doesn't. Yes. But for her as the first female captain, okay. airline captain in the world, I see. that's why it's to be celebrated. And she knows that she might be an inspiration for young women. I mean, if I could inspire um, young women to, to get into the industry, that would be a great achievement for me. Um, I'd love to get more women into the industry. I mean, I've flown with a few female first officers and um, and yeah, they're all just as good, if not better than the men. So uh, we can we can do it just the same. <laughs> and you'll love to hear that voice come over the speakers. I know. Kate McWilliams. She's 26 and she's flying today. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, we're going to check the 24-hour voicemail. You know, even hey. if we're not here or available, you can always leave a message. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to check those next. I'm hesitating on what to write on this thankful pumpkin today. Not that I have... I, have I haven't the, thought about it yet. Every day we're writing something on the thankful pumpkin. <laughs> the problem being, I have so much to be thankful for. I'm happy about everything. I'm having a great day. Happy about everything. Thankful about everything. And Sam's making fun of me because I always take a minute. Yeah, write down yeah. everything, though. You're thankful for everything. Yeah, fill it up. That's lame. I want to be specific. You know? <gasps> okay. I know it. Jody okay. is writing on the pumpkin. Anyway, the th- the, while I'm thinking and writing, describe the thankful pumpkin, Sam. Uh, it's the pumpkin, that, especially for this month, and you can do it for next month, too, since that's Thanksgiving month, mm-hmm. where everybody writes on the pumpkin every day something right. that they're thankful for, and you start at the top and kind of go around, and so it kind of makes a spiral all the way down to the bottom. By the end of the month, boom, a thankful pumpkin. I think you do it on a fake pumpkin, so you can write permanent ink, save it, and mm-hmm. then do it year after year, and then go back and see what you And write think. the year on it. Saying? Man, I'm writing weird on All it. Right. It doesn't look good. We'll, we'll see what Jody writes in just a second. Let's check our 24-hour voicemail first. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hi. I just want to comment on you doing the pumpkin. I do something called Thankful Thursday. Hmm. And on Thursdays, this time of year, I try to make sure that I tell every Thursday at least three people thank you for something they have done. Nice. It could be something they've done for me, for my family, for something that they've done for someone else that no one has noticed. But just to tell them thank you. And I think it goes a long way. No kidding. Thanks. Well, thank you. It's not even Thursday yet, yeah. but we'll take it. Um, you know what? Yeah. That's just another way of kind of nice. keeping gratitude. I know Sam's going to sort of roll his eyes here in Makes a second. Makes you happier. But it does, right? Exactly. Look, this pumpkin's making him happier. He's writing right now. I wrote that I'm thankful for foster dog progress meaning we have these foster dogs and they're the one that was way too skinny murphy that's just the pity healthy she's really healthy and happy and loving life outside of the shelter so i'm thankful for that okay. would you write sam good and plenty candies <laughs> that's my movie go-to candy uh, i don't know what i'm writing yet it's licorice ish mm-hmm. oh yes i don't I love, love that anyway the thankful pumpkin idea get your own or let us know what you do to be thankful we love hearing from you reach out in that voicemail anytime pass that pumpkin to the producers um 877-310-4msj coming up with murphy sam and jody all right hottest costumes we're going to continue to evolve this because it changes with pop culture boy every does year. it i got the number one costume you're going to see on every street and at every party this year. 
pop culture costume ideas. They change. They're going to change in the next few weeks. You, it's kind of a thing where you should, if you really want to be now, you wait and you get creative. That job is for the creative. But Sam's got one. Oh, yeah. We got this one last Sunday See, for waiting. And it yeah. was uh, Ken Bone. He was the guy that asked the question at the debate last Sunday. Did you see him, Murphy? No, I don't know what you're talking we about. We didn't Red's- watch the debate because we wanted a happy night. Red's, he's all over the internet. Red sweater. He's got glasses and the mustache. And yeah. so they're saying that's going to be the hot co- a hot costume. In fact, the uh, red Selling sweater. The sweater. Yeah, the red sweater he wore was an Izod sweater. And it's now sold out online. Everybody started. Seriously? Sn- yeah. Ken Bone. I've even seen pictures that say, here's the glasses you need. Here's the mustache and get yourself a fake microphone because his claim to fame on the, the debate was he asked one of the questions. And was, so he, it, was, was he like a character or was he, did he just... Yeah, I think it was just the way that he was dressed. I mean, it was a normal, a regular old run-of-the-mill question. Out. What steps will your energy policy take to meet our energy needs while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly and minimizing job loss for fossil power plant workers. Nothing jumps out there, but when you look at him, it's like, look at the red sweater, and it's like... Well, you have to dress up. You have to memorize that line and then say that. Right, it's your time. Uh Did you catch what happened after the debate? He was spotted on stage taking photos of the stage with a throwback disposable camera, so you have to get that, too. Oh, you couldn't have your cell phones at the... uh, Right. So you had like like a disposable... Mm -hmm. People were sneaking those in because you couldn't bring your phone. Oh, wow. This look was actually his backup. Did you read that? He was going to wear like an olive suit he planned to wear an actual suit but um when he, he got into the car to head to the debate the pants on the suit went oh, red sweater oh. it is yeah. ken bone go shopping and look at right, that that's some pop culture don't forget that um stranger things kids are hot on the list too 11 yeah. is still one of the hottest okay. girl costumes this year and in horrible taste there's a kim kardashian being robbed costume oh. horrible taste but I, I guess you'll see them mm-hmm uh, you see the cute kid costumes also at MurphySamAndJody.com. Baby costumes. All right, coming up, Sam had, a, I hope it's a better Wednesday for you than you had yesterday, Sam. It was one of those Tuesdays where everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Hey, guys, remember after the show today, you can't run off and leave me. We're doing a Facebook Live from the studio in a little while. Well, a couple no, hours we are, Okay, That's I forgot right. about it. It's the first Facebook Murphy, Sam, and Jody Live where all of us are together. Jody's done a bunch of them before, but you actually get to ask questions. I expect it to get really personal, Sam, just so that you know. Uh-oh. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Your exes could ask questions. Yeah, because I'm sure they follow everything I do. I'm sorry. Well, maybe they do. Okay, I so digress. why did you have the worst day ever, Sam? Okay, yesterday was a great day. It started it started normal. Everything was wonderful. It was a great day here at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it nice. happened when I got into, the, uh, into my van to leave to go home. Tire. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It wasn't flat completely, but it was down there. Yeah. So it's like it was enough where I could get to a nearby station and air it up, and then I had to go somewhere and, and get get it patched. Wait, did, Turns wait. out it was a nail. Oh, uh, did you see it before you left, or did you feel it? No, I saw. I mean, walking up, it's like, oh man, and uh, you know, words were said by me to no one else. Oh, uh, okay. So anyway, took care of that problem. Good. Go home, wash and clothes, hit the get, put them in the dryer. Press the little button that starts the dryer. Yeah. Nothing happens. Okay. It's like, and so you're going, like, maybe yeah. I'm just not pressing it right, spinning the, uh, the little dial. timer and the everything. The dryer died. Yeah. But the, I could hear the timer going, okay? Uh, so it was like you could hear. That means nothing to me. So, you know, Murphy, you might be proud. I took the back off, took the little button off, and then went online to the big A. And sure enough, <laughs> they sell them, and I, it. and I can have it here in two days free. There, there you go. So, yep. so you just haven't dried anything yet? No. Okay. It's getting kind of moldy in there. 
Okay. Uh, and then the other thing was, after I finished ironing some clothes, I actually burned myself real good with the iron. It wasn't one of those little catch the tip of the iron. How did you do that? It was like, I had... Oh, no. Ouch. I, I got my hand in the way while I was putting the iron away. Again, ouch. more words were said. Nobody heard them. But you know what? All things considered, those when Not three bad. things like that happen successively, it can kind of get you down. But All look, the- your your tire is inflated this morning. You mm-hmm. made it to work safely, right? Yeah. Pretty soon you'll have a dryer that's working that's again, and now right. you now you know how to properly use an iron. <laughs> it's all because you have a home and a car. I mean, you know, it's a well, yeah, all home okay. and domestic all right. type. I see what you're saying here. I'm just just saying, and you know, the good news is about having a day like that, you can go Scarlet O'Hara and. You get Tomorrow's to start another o- day. Yeah, you get to start <sighs> yeah. over tomorrow. I don't have to kiss Rhett, do I? <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Actor Daniel Craig finally gives the world a hint on whether he really wants to be our Bond anymore or not. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood outsider. All this talk about who's going to be the next James Bond and the world forgot that the job still belongs to one Mr. Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, I like him a lot as as James Bond. I will Me say, too. I think he's my favorite, and I know that the purists still say Sean that Connery. Sean Connery is the all time great James Bond. But you know, and I, I can't know, really Daniel argue. With, pulled it off. I can't really argue with that intelligently because I never watched many of the Sean Connery ones. I, I wasn't into it then. Think it's. It's kind of based on the era, too. That era right. was that, you know, debonair, suave, Correct. tuxedo drink, you know, and that was Sean Connery. That's the way he looked and I acted. Hear you. Now, Daniel Craig does that well, too, I but know, he's but a little he does more it, gritty. Yeah, he does yeah. it nowadays. You could also, you know, go to McDonald's with him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so <laughs> remember last year when he was so burned out and so negative about yeah, it? Yeah, he said before, it, which was the last one? Not Skyfall. What was the name of the last Spectre. one? Spectre. Spectre, Thank right. You. Before Spectre came out, he was just like saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I mean, it was really... I'd rather do finally, anything but this. Yeah, the production company had to say, come on, man, chill a little. Yeah. A little gag order on him. Okay, so he was speaking the other day at the New York Festival. He was there, and they asked him about it, and he said, I've got the best job in the world doing Bond. Things I get to do on a Bond movie, the type of work it is, there's no other job like it, and if I were to stop... Let's just say I'd miss it terribly. There's your quote. I'd miss it terribly. Hmm. So he really wow. is in for one more. You know, um, this, the fact that they supposedly offered him $150 million. <laughs> Couldn't get it out because it's so much. $150 million to do two more films. Apparently, that's, that's just helped. a rumor. Apparently, yeah. that's just a rumor. Insiders say, you know, he's still down for it right now. And he says when he was speaking so negatively about it, he was run down, and he was speaking out of frustration and exhaustion. I'm sure I can see sense. that. Like an emotional statement. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy because I really want him to go out with a bang. Spectre wasn't my favorite of his collection. Yeah. And so one day when I get the Daniel Craig collection and I binge on Daniel Craig Bond, I want one more at least that just wows me like Casino So he can Royale. go riding out on a white horse. <sighs> and then we could find another Bond. The name's Bond. James Bond. There That's you go, Jody. Right. There's your Bond. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider at 8.30 this morning. Going to get you ready for the Walking Dead Marathon kicking off this weekend. Yeah. And what it's leading up to. Oh, I know what it's leading up to. <laughs> Coming up just after 8, Dog Park Etiquette again. The rules, the do's and don'ts, and why humans are the ones that really mess it up. And we make sure that we work around your schedule. Yeah, we want to be convenient for you so you can download the free Murphy, Sam & Jody app for your smartphone, listen in real time, or subscribe to the podcast. That way you can really listen on your own schedule and get after the show. 
which is not something that you'll actually hear here. Mm-hmm. It's not Extra something stuff. you will hear here, right? Hear here? Hear here. 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 Right. <laughs> Subscribe now. I feel like toasting every time you say that. <laughs> Subscribe now on iTunes or get the link at murphysamandjody.com. All right, more of what humans do wrong at the dog park. Dog park etiquette. We ran into this the other day when mm-hmm. Murphy and I brought three big dogs and then I had to put one of them on a leash because there were little dogs running around and I didn't want to go get into a human confrontation like, can you please bring your small dogs into the small dog area? I didn't do that. I gave her the eye, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, it doesn't mean. And I wasn't being ugly. I was just like, please, can you You were struggling with being polite and trying to enforce something, and you were just uncomfortable to say, look, the small dogs go on the small dog side. I I mean, the sign is on the fence. I know. For goodness sake. Can you please read the sign? No. One thing I was thinking about that, Jody, and this may have been the case, is like, you know, Murphy always says, think of it from their standpoint. Sure, sure, sure. (sighs) See, I did learn something, Murphy. <laughs> uh, they may. This person may have had a big and large dog that get along that live together at home. Sure. So you bring them to the park. You think, well, I'll just let them run together since they're dogs that live together. Right. I guess. Even though the little dog should have been in the little park, he's maybe, these are big dogs that her dogs didn't know. Yeah. Well, and the other benefit of the doubt is I had never seen. I'm crazy because I had not seen. I knew there was a small dog section, but I'd never seen the signs until this time. I think what happens is when the dogs get out, they're so excited and moving around. Right. You don't necessarily see the signs you see what i'm saying you're trying to figure out how to get to the gate and all that so maybe she didn't know there was really a small dog area or maybe in her mind her dogs are big just saying oh. <laughs> they're, they're less than 30 pounds bigger they, than were chihuahuas. they were less than 20 pounds so i you know it was a situation the number one rule by the way is you pick up after your own after your dog yes because you know your dog they do that's they, a no they dog, poo in dog, the dog park, park. there's probably bags you got to do it and everyone around us yeah, i'll tell you what fun what to me is fun at the dog park is the conversation because the people that you get to meet are really mm-hmm. cool you know i mean and they're dog they, people they've got their dog stories and all that so yeah, yeah that's to me another perk go check out though all the rules there's like 10 and some of them you've never thought of even if you go all the time murphy sam and jody.com Coming up, Sam has music news. Great news, Jody. If you're waiting for Bruno Mars to come to Las Vegas. Always waiting for Bruno. We got the official word. Sam's got music news. It is now official. Bruno Mars is coming to Vegas. Mm, Get my tickets now. I cannot get enough of this song. 24 Karat Magic. Yeah. What? The video video is from Las Vegas. He's like in a jet ski, Murphy, in the Bellagio Fountains. Yeah. For real. (laughs) It's not for children, though. This video is not for children. No. I know. It never is. But you know what? I love the fact he always keeps a retro sound to him. Mm -hmm. He He is retro. He's a retro soul. Struck a deal with MGM. So here's what he's going to do. On December 27th, he's opening up an MGM casino resort uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. called National Harbor. Then, on the 30th and 31st, he's going to Vegas to open up a new one there called Park Theater at Monte Carlo. Okay. And then he's going to sit out for a few weeks, and then coming in March, he's going to be back with like a semi-residency in Vegas. That is going to be a sold-out show. Rumor is it's $750,000. $750, a show is what he's making. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he'll... He'll he'll bring it every single oh, night. Oh, yeah. That'll so be exciting. a fun show to watch. Rod Stewart is now a knight. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say. Sir Rod Stewart? Actually, Sir Roderick. Sir oh, Roderick really? Stewart. Mm-hmm. He was honored for his uh, contributions over the years to music and charity. Yes. And it wasn't the queen who did the honors with the sword. Prince William did it. I know. Uh, I saw the 
picture. Yeah, I think the queen's a little dangerous with the sword now. That's why. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Ouch. Uh, He's got uh, a lot of hair. Uh, he did anyway. He says that he and William talked about music. William said, you know, I think it's great you're still going after all these years. He said he told William I have to. I have eight kids. Hey. <laughs> Seriously, so folks. One of the most unusual voices in rock music ever, Rod Stewart. I'm glad he got that, though. Me too. And don't forget, Justin Timberlake's on Netflix today. Thursday. No, today, today the 12th. Um, okay, Justin, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids 2020 Experience. It's all over Netflix today. So, okay. All right, know, Murphy. You're I'll... a little late for work this morning. That's quite all right. <laughs> Maybe you can have a sandwich tonight, Murphy. All Just right. watch JT. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Some help on the way. We're going to check into our 24-hour voicemail, Sam, and it's yeah. for your son, Jackson, for those home homework issues. issues. Love having you along. You can join the show and join us in a lot of different ways. MurphySamAndJody.com. You can do Facebook mm-hmm. or you can reach out. Or you can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, when we're not here or we're on the other line, you can also leave a message, which I understand we have quite a few piled up. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hello, Jack Jackson, calling about the study habits of Jackson. I just wanted to get some advice, the stuff that works for me. I have a hard time studying even now as a 36-year-old retired military male. One thing I would suggest is mnemonic devices, taking words and putting them into something like, for music example, the notes and and the letters, every good boy deserves fudge always. Ah. And he can remember certain little things like that. That's something that I found that helps me. And then also uh, putting two fingers together and having him read with his fingers from left to right, keeping his fingers together the whole time. Yeah. That's something that I found helps me personally retain. So wow. at any rate, I hope that helps. Thanks, guys. Thank Love you, your show. Thank you, Jack Jackson. Yeah, every, anything that helps. It's so funny. Here's what I told Taylor the other day. She had a bunch of studying to do, and I said, okay, here's the deal. You are not allowed to study for an hour. Mm-hmm. You study for 15 minutes, and then you take a break. You study for 15 minutes, and then you have a snack. Then you study for 15 minutes, and you take a shower or whatever, everything else that you have to do tonight. But I just don't believe in the long <clears throat> study marathon. I believe in spurts. I believe in spurts, too. The problem is if I did 15 minutes, it would take me 30 to get Jack back. You know, it's like, come on, it's time to come back and start again. Okay, um, well, just a second, just a minute. Just oh. Jack is a, just hang on a second. Uh, well, you need to set a timer then. That's, as far, that's if, the second person that's told us though, to, to read with the fingers. The fingers underneath the mm-hmm. text. Yeah, and by the way, if he's just a seconding you, you have to take control of that, Sam. Oh, I know. You, sorry. That's a, I, to uh, say that. I told him, just a second, <laughs> I'll take care of this. Thank you, Jack. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We'll get you ready for the Walking Dead Marathon that kicks off this weekend on AMC. (laughs) When to catch it and when you get that two-hour retrospective as well. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Are you ready, Sam? Are you ready? For what? Are you ready? Okay, the 88-hour Walking Dead Marathon starts this Sunday on AMC. That's a lot of zombies. Have you seen every single season already? Yes, I, mean, I have. Episode I've already? I've seen every episode and some twice. Starts in the morning on Sunday. It's all day season one and like half of season two. Uh-huh. And then they're going to break on Sunday night for a two-hour retrospective on the entire series. So don't miss that. Oh, I'm You're not. a big fan. My big thing is waiting for next, next Sunday, the 23rd. Yeah, yeah. The 23rd is the actual season seven premiere but the rest of the marathon will resume each night mm-hmm. o- only at night because they also do 
Fear Fest in October, AMC does, with all the scary movies. So they're really bringing it. And of course, like you said, October 23rd. We get to find out who Jeffrey Dean Morgan hit or took out. I'm not going to get gruesome who he took out. Jeffrey Dean Morgan will forever be Denny to me from Grey's Anatomy. Sorry. Anyway, 88 hour marathon of Walking Dead on AMC kicking off this Sunday. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I want to revisit something that we talked about earlier with Pam. Pam is a teacher and she called to help you with the homework issues you've had with Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, Make him study better. Right. He learns differently mm-hmm. than you do. So you're like, you read it once and you know it and you don't, and he doesn't. But she called and said, and you have to help me with what she said. There are a couple of different methods that people learn something. So if he reads it out loud, if he puts his finger under it and, and follows along reads, while he yeah. reads, that can help. And then what was the other thing? Speaking it's, it. Sensory is really what it is. Right. Using all the senses to reinforce what you're learning. It's so seeing touch, it, speaking it, and touching it. Right. So basically, we should all do that when you're trying to learn something. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like that way you get every angle. And yeah. repetition. If, you, he, if he has notes that he's studying, he should put his finger under them and read them out loud mm-hmm. while he's, you know, he's looking at them. He's saying them out loud so he hears them and, he read, and he's got the finger. Uh, and you do it few times and then it'll it just builds on itself and it sinks in said it's in there if you do that it's in there and i think that's really cool that's why i wanted to revisit that you know for anything i want to learn or anytime i need to help the girls with homework yeah it's all it's all about repetition i mean that's what flashcards are you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Uh, learning your multiplication facts and all that kind of stuff the reason that that was memorized was through you know or the way it was memorized was through repetition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Pam. Reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to take you to SNL from this weekend in case you missed it and why they're having the biggest season ever right now. Last night at the house, it was Taco Tuesday. Mm. And I was ready with all the fixings, but I made a mistake. Our, forgot the meat. Now, our, now, had that. Our kids and Murphy, very spoiled on the way I make tacos with flour tortillas. Yeah. And then we kind of grill them. And they're, they're more like quesadillas, but they love them like Yeah, that. they got a little crunch to them. I didn't have any tortillas. I had everything out, and I was out of flour tortillas. I did have hard taco shells from the last time I had everybody at the house over, like mm-hmm. my family. So I was like, mm, girls, it's going to be regular taco night. Boo! Yeah. Boot. Absolutely, they boot. Oh. So guess what I did instead? I had a big bag of fun restaurant-style tortilla chips. Oh, yeah. So we Nacho made time. nachos, mm-hmm. put them in the pan, did them with uh, cheese and then meat and then cheese again. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. got them crisp. I don't know for how right. long. Five, ten minutes at the most. And then you make your own nachos, like put whatever toppings right. you want on your nachos. Wow, that was good. Was it healthy? Absolutely not. But wow, is that good. Hey, you, but you have to eat it right away. You got your meat. You got your dairy. You got your veggies. You got your carbs. Yeah, it was healthy. Super high It's like eating fat. cake for breakfast. Anyway, <laughs> it kind of was. But you cannot let that sit. You oh, have no, to no, eat no. it as soon as right. it comes out of the oven. Lesson learned there on Taco Night last night. 